This is Point of View with Chris Berg. Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thanks so much for joining us. Stay with us. Coming up here in just a few moments, Scott Hennon from What's On Your Mind Radio Show is going to join us. He's actually down at CPAC in Florida, but you can see this picture here. He just happened to be at Mar-a-Lago yesterday and, you know, he just bumped into a certain someone that hangs out at Mar-a-Lago. So we're going to tell you all about the conversation, which is fascinating. So please stay with us for that. We want to start tonight, though, to celebrate Black History Month. It's the month of February, so we're coming to the close here of uh, the beautiful month of February. And one of the things I asked our special guest today, I said, look, you know, I love the vision of America, right? We've all got the idea that everybody's created equal. You know, we want to form a more perfect union. The question I have for you tonight and the vision that I want us to hold that I believe we can achieve, am I rhyming tonight? I believe we can achieve is a more perfect union with liberty and justice for all. For everybody would be an absolutely beautiful thing. So here's some of my conversation with economist Raheem Williams, also the chairman of the uh, Fargo Human Rights Group, uh, Mature Alieri. Got a couple of very special guests back as we celebrate Black History Month. Join us again. There's Matur Alieri and Raheem Williams. To both of you guys, thanks for coming back and having this powerful and fantastic conversation. The vision of America, in my mind, I believe that America can be a more perfect union with liberty and justice for all, for everybody. So my question to you, coming from South Sudan and seeing that vision and having an idea of that vision, what can what should america be doing to fulfill that vision of liberty and justice for all in your opinion i think america is in a good track in a, in a good directions like compared to what other people goes through like robert small those of martin luther king jr and i think the pounding father's document have now put into practice more than before and we're pushing everybody to, to, to make those values, to practice them. You know, they were just put there, all men were born equal, but they were never practiced until Lincoln came in, until others came in afterward. So I think America is in a good tracks. And because and, and, I said that where I came from and where I am right now, I'm comfortable. I will never trade places with America just being from our other country and being living here comfortably. So I got to ask you, Mature, thank you, number one, for saying that. Um, I've got a good friend of mine that's, that's Latin, was born, was born here, but raised in Mexico. And she says, Chris, you know, is America perfect? No, but this is the best country on the planet. That's everyone wants to come here. So help, help us for maybe that haven't lived or in South Sudan or in a refugee camp like you have. What in your eyes makes America what I hear you saying is the best country in the world. Like, uh, there are jobs readily available. Freedom is there that you can find in other countries. Like, I can come in here and uh, air what I feel like is other people needed to know. Like, if the leadership is doing bad stuff, is out there, you, the media will come after him. The public will come after that. That's not exercise in other countries. Once you say something like that, you get killed. The other thing too, we have jobs available. So if you are willing and able to work, then you will be able to provide for yourself in America. So uh, it's, it's only you that can limit yourself, not the government. 
We're going to just leave it right there. I mean, that was Raheem. It's so refreshing, at least to me, to hear Mature say that. And sometimes I wonder if, as American citizens, there should be something that helps us value our own citizenship more. Because if you're born here, you just sort of take it for granted. So I guess if you want to address that, Raheem, but also I'd like to know your thoughts on what can we as America be doing today to fulfill the vision of a more perfect union with liberty and justice for all? So, uh, again, America is not a perfect country, but there is no perfect place on this earth. There is no heaven on earth. But with that being said, I want to um, kind of echo what Matura said. And that is you you look at surveys, you look at you, you, you look at uh, our immigration issues, the immigration base we have here. And there's one thing that's just resounding when you and I believe Pew and Gallup does a poll, an international poll. And they ask people if you could look, are you interested in moving, immigrating, leaving your country? And if you could go anywhere in the world, where would it be? And America has been consistently number one every single year the poll was taken. From some estimates, if we had open border policy, some estimate anywhere between 20 to 50 million people will move here in this in the first year alone. So when I hear people trying to rag on it, this country say it's a terrible place and stuff they are speaking from a usually a position of ignorance and also a mix of privilege right you you're 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 coming from a place where where uh all you know is america so you have this prism uh something i like to point out is or somewhere around thirty-eight thousand to forty-three thousand dollars a year that puts you in the top one percent of income earners on earth uh that's just middle class in america so most Americans just have zero idea of how well they live. The bottom 10% of Americans live have a higher standard and higher quality of life than 80% of the Earth's population. So, so there is a privilege and shelter uh, associated with being raised in these borders and only in these borders. And I don't want to be insensitive, but uh, my wife is from Bulgaria and Eastern Europe, and it's kind of like a middle-tier t- country. Um, and... I, I went there and it was interesting. It was opposite day for me because one, I was like one of the few black people around like a whole week without seeing another black person first time ever. I was like, this is interestingly and weird. <laughs> so, so it was like, we are far more culturally diverse. And then two, uh, we're just richer than them. Like it was also another interesting thing where I'm like surrounded by a sea of white people and I'm generally substantially richer than all of them. So it's like, we don't really see things in in like an international perspective. Thank you so much to Raheem and Matur. And I hope you get a chance to just really digest what Matur said there. You know, he's from South Sudan, was in a refugee camp. And he's like, look, Chris, I wouldn't trade being in America for anything in the world. So it's just so refreshing, at least to me, and I hope you hear the same way, is just to hear people talk about our country that way, because sometimes there's obviously a different dialogue going on. So when, when you grow up here, it's easy to kind of just take it for granted. I'm a U.S. citizen, all these liberties are fantastic, and, and to hear Matur's perspective, his point of view, was, it was just, loved it. Absolutely loved it. There's a lot more to that conversation, so if you want to watch it, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash POV now. All right, we're going to go live now to Florida. He's at CPAC with Scott Hennon from What's On Your Mind radio show. Scott, thanks so much for joining us. It's great to have you. Um, Tell us what's happening tonight over the weekend with CPAC, sir. Well, uh, let me just uh, pan the crowd here for you, Chris, because it's uh, 
pandemonium right here. The uh, CPAC faithful are having a good time. As you can see, a lot of folks uh, out there. There's uh, The theme this year is America Uncanceled. And there's one thing that will fire up a group of conservatives, and it's uh, a Democratic administration and uh, a guy like Joe Biden with that pen. So things are pretty cool here for sure right now. And uh, everybody's having a grand time. This is really the beginning. Uh, we were here broadcasting this morning, but things really getting going right now. The group across, I mean, the pro-life groups, there's a health care group behind me. There's, you know, uh, anti-tax groups. There's just a lot of people, uh, all different causes, but all from a conservative perspective down here that are having a good time. You just said, hey, hey, you know, things are pretty cool right now. You had a pretty cool day yesterday. You're at Mar-a-Lago, ended up just happenstance, bump into, you know, number 45 from President Donald Trump. Uh, walk us through that conversation because you made a pretty big announcement yesterday in our uh, social media conversation about it. Yeah, well, he did. Obviously, the president uh, told me uh, to tell our listeners and, uh, for that matter, your viewers, Chris, that uh, he's go uh, in 2024. He, there was no no doubt about it. He was he he brought it up. You know, it was uh, we, I spent about 10, 15 minutes talking with him, and I was with Chris Ruddy, the president of Newsmax, and Andrew Giuliani, uh, who worked for President Trump. Now is uh, part of the Newsmax family, and uh, you just started talking about it. He said, well, you tell your listeners, I I'm doing this in 2024. We're going to make it happen. So, uh, you know, I was uh, pretty amazed that he was that free with it. He also talking about his speech here at CPAC and what he was going to say. And, uh, you know, he said, hey, these advisors don't want me to say the election was stolen. What, what, do, what, do, what do you think I should say? And I said, well, it was stolen, first of all. And uh, second of all, I, I don't know. They're probably right that if you say that, that's all anybody's going to talk about. But uh, hey, let's let's realize uh, 80 million people agree with you. So whether you say it or not, it's the real deal. But he's very gracious, uh, asked a lot about North Dakota, asked a lot about, uh, you know, uh, whether we thought Kevin Kramer was a good senator. And did we agree with him that he'd been a very good ally of his? He wanted to talk about that. And I gave him one of these hats, Chris. Check this out, OK? This is uh, a Rush Memoriam hat. You can see it. Rush 20, uh, Rush 1951 to 2021. A golden EIB microphone on it. The folks at uh, Freedom Matters, a new grassroots group, actually, uh, that is uh, coming together. Uh, and uh, the folks at uh, Media Shack in, uh, in West Fargo put these together in quick fashion. They're going to be handing them out at CPAC for free, not even charging anybody, just to honor Rush. So I gave the president a red one and a blue one and said, feel free to uh, wear it on the stage Sunday at CPAC. So we'll see if he takes that advice or not. <laughs> oh, if he walks out with a hat that you gave him, that would just be such a fantastic, you know, way to go, Scott Hennon. So, by the way, I love your picture here with President Trump. Um, so did he give you any idea of what he's going to be talking about? Because I think he's speaking Sunday at CPAC, correct? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think it will be a lot about 2024. I think it'll be the conservative cause. They're obviously still debating how much they're going to talk about, Chris. Uh, uh, you know, when, when he actually is asking us, say, uh, uh, you know, should I should I mention the stolen election? They kind of don't want me to. Uh, I think President Trump's going to come down here and say, look, the mega movement lives on and uh, I'm here for you. And uh, you know what? We'll go run in 2024. Smart move on his part, because it'll keep the rest of the field very quiet. Uh, there's somebody introducing him that is secret. Uh, they're not saying who's going to introduce him. My money's on Mike Pence just to unify him and Pence uh, again, which obviously after the president's speech on January 6th is a little bit of a tumultuous relationship and uh, Mike Pence has said uh, I think publicly that he would uh, decline an invite to come to, uh, to CPAC figuring I guess that uh, uh, given uh, you know the difficult relationship between him, him and Trump that he might uh, not want to come here and get booed and have that be the story so be interesting to see what happens in that regard to see if uh, ultimately the president uh, patches that up with Mike Pence or if he's the guy introducing him but uh, 
little bit of palace intrigue on that too. I was just going to say, you got me, you got my mind turned. I'm wondering, man, what, I wonder if it could be, because I know him and Christian Ohm have got a great rapport, right? Maybe it's uh, Governor Christian Ohm out of South Dakota. Uh, did we just lose Scotty there? Um, General Michael Flynn. So, you know, we'll see. But Scott, I got 30 seconds left. Uh, I know you're going to be down there doing your show. Should let people know when and how they can tune into your show while you're there? Yeah, thanks for that, Chris. We'll be live on uh, AM 1100, The Flag, and WDAY in the Fargo-Moorhead market out west, obviously, on the K-Fire, KTGO, uh, and KLTC. I'm doing the show one final day tomorrow. We did it today. Tomorrow, uh, uh, from 8.30 until 11, we have Charlie Kirk on tomorrow from Turning Point USA. We have uh, Pete Hegseth on from Fox News Channel and uh, lots of other folks from uh, uh, from CPAC 2021, which, by the way, Chris, you'll like this. The theme of this year's uh, plan is America Uncancelled. That's the theme of CPAC 2021, America Uncancelled. And we are, and the conservative movement is alive and well here in Orlando, Florida. Free speech. Real quick, Scott, are you going to be there on Sunday when President Trump speaks, or are you going to go spend some time with family? I'm going to go spend some time with family. Right. I watched it on TV. I got to see him yesterday at Mar-a-Lago, but we'll have our team here. But I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be actually my wife and daughter and uh, some of her friends are down uh, in Marco Island. So I'm going to go have a, a weekend of R&R after a busy couple of days here at CPAC. You deserve it after a one-on-one -on -one with President Trump. So thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time tonight, buddy. And again, you can tune in tomorrow, AM 1100, The Flag, WDAY 970, as well as uh, West on KFYR Radio. Thank you, Scott. We appreciate it, sir. All right. God bless, Chris. See ya. God bless, my friend. All right. Say, as we come back, you may have heard the news that U.S. Attorney for North Dakota, Drew Wrigley, has resigned. A lot of people did. That's why the Biden administration is here, and he asked a lot of attorneys to do that. So you're going to hear from uh, Drew Wrigley coming up right after this. As always, please share your point of view with us. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.